I remember that day as if it was yesterday. I was so excited to see an envelope for my best friend. She and I wrote letters all the time. And so I quickly tore open the envelope and grabbed her letter out of it. And then I started reading. And as I read, my heart began to sink. I just knew something wasn't right. And then I read that dreaded sentence. Then my parents told me that we were moving to Arkansas. I kept reading her letter, feeling numb inside. After the fourth read-through, the knowledge that my best friend would be moving hours away finally sunk in. I clutched her letter and lay down on my side and started to sob. I couldn't imagine my life without Michaela, my best friend. I couldn't imagine how on earth we would survive a long-distance friendship. If you are experiencing a long-distance friendship too, then keep listening. I'm about to share with you how Michaela and I kept our long-distance friendship alive and strong, so stay tuned. Alright, first though, in case we haven't met before, I want to introduce myself. My name is Kara and I blog at joybecausegrace.com about singleness, faith, and friendship. So let's get back to the main topic of today. And one more thing before we get started. So Michaela and I have been friends for about 15 years. Nine out of those 15 years, we have been long distance. So originally her family was about five minutes away from me. And then they moved to Arkansas, which is about nine hours away. So we were nine hours apart during that time. A couple years after that, they moved back to Texas, but they moved about two and a half hours from me and so we were closer but we still couldn't drive yet and so we couldn't really meet up that much now though today her family lives 45 minutes away from where my family lives which is awesome currently Michaela is going to college in a town that's two hours away from me but whenever she is at her house we're able to see each other or even you know two hours isn't that far so we're able to meet up but I just wanted to give you that brief history of our friendship so as I move forward into our tips you kind of know where I am coming from Alright, so my first tip on how to survive a long-distance friendship is to figure out how you will be communicating. So shortly after my friend Michaela left Texas, I got another envelope in the mail, and I saw the words Arkansas on the outside of the envelope, and I quickly ripped it open to see what my friend had told me. I pulled out a stack of notebook paper from the envelope, and I started reading the words on the page as Michaela described everything from when she left her house in Texas with her dad, and as they drove up to see their new house before the rest of her family came up to join them, and about the hotel they stayed at with the cockroach that fell from the ceiling while she was sleeping, all these details about her new life in Arkansas, and reading along on her journey really helped me cope with the fact that she was really gone. It helped me still feel like I was a part of her life, even though I was no longer right down the road from her. 
So, letter writing was a great way that Michaela and I stayed in touch. She and I wrote letters even when we were just five minutes down the road from each other. However, letter writing wasn't the only way we kept in touch. We also sent emails back and forth, messaged each other on Webkins. Does anyone else remember what Webkins were? And we also called each other on the phone. Eventually, when we got our own cell phones, we started texting back and forth. Now we tend to use the app Marco Polo to keep in touch and we also FaceTime from time to time. So some ways you and your long distance friend could stay in touch would be letters, phone calls, FaceTime or Skype, texting, messaging on social media such as Snapchat, Instagram DMs, Facebook Messenger, or even trying out the app Marco Polo. My next tip for you is to plan when you and your friend will next see each other. When Michaela lived in Arkansas, we often made week-long visits to see each other. So like when she was in Arkansas one summer, I went up and stayed a week with her. And then another summer, she came down and stayed a week with me in Texas. And then, gratefully, a few years after they moved to Arkansas, her family moved back to Texas. And so now they were in a town that was about two and a half hours away from me. And so that made meetups a little bit easier just to go down and see her for a day or for a weekend and then come back. Now, her family lives only 45 minutes away from me, which is awesome. So we're able to see each other on school breaks and occasionally on weekends if she's there and I'm around. And then that's just been so great. But over the years, no matter if she was in Arkansas or further away in Texas, just knowing the next time we would meet up was so helpful for us. It made the sadness of being apart a little bit more bearable because we knew that it wasn't like an undefined blanket of when are we going to next see each other like when are when am I going to see you we were able to be like okay so it's April now but in July I'll be able to see you and that's not all that far away so I can't wait till then it helps to have like a countdown to like have in our heads of when we'll next be able to see each other. So my tip for you is to plan your next meetup with your friend, text her or call her today and set up your next time to hang out. Even if it has to be far away in the future, knowing that you'll see her again will most likely help you today. Another thing you can do to help your long distance friendship is to work on a project together. So I'm about to give you a list of fun ideas that you could do with any friendship, but I think it especially works with long distance friendships, or at least I have experienced that with my friendship with Michaela. So shortly after she moved, she and I compiled a time capsule of our friendship together. We did this by mailing things back and forth, and then we eventually put all the things together in a little shoebox when we were together one time. Also, as she was in Arkansas, we started working on a little skit together. I mailed her the script and we both started memorizing our lines and then practiced them together over the phone. This was just for fun and we never actually ended up performing the skit for anyone, but it gave us something to talk about on the phone. It gave us something to like look forward to for that next time we were together and could like practice the skit in person, but it was just a lot of fun. So I think that would be a cool idea for you maybe if you like acting. 
So anyway, some ideas for fun projects you could do with a long distance friend. So you could do a time capsule, like I mentioned we did, or memorize a skit together. You could also write a story together, make a scrapbook of all your memories. You could send pictures back and forth to each other and make a few pages for the scrapbook and then compile it when you see a friend or each make a scrapbook for your other friend, or if one friend likes scrapbooking more than the other, they can make the scrapbooks for each other. Scrapbooks I think would be really cool because then you would have like all the pictures of the times when you were together that you could look back through whenever you're feeling sad or missing your friend. Um, yeah, so I think that could be really fun. So anyway, just think of yourself and think of your friend and like what your personalities are like, and then think of some sort of fun project that y'all could work on together even though you're apart. All right, so quick recap of my three long distance friendship tips. First, figure out how you will be communicating. Second, plan the next time you will see each other. And then lastly, work on a project together. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you again later. Bye.